I'm like the master of not being prepared. I know. For any for anything. Well, for this podcast, you you used to work at at Toyota. Yeah, I careful. I sh- I shouldn't throw that out there because I know all of our listeners drive Toyotas. No. Yeah. So <laughs> yes, I keep... did work for Toyota. I was the janitor. We'll just go with that. How about that one? <laughs> You're gonna explain how you keep maintenance on a Toyota. That's our, well, that's our, our topic is gonna be maintenance of your tracking equipment, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna say. I suck at maintenance on a truck, so I'm, I'm figuring since you were a mechanic, you you're probably you're probably good. Yeah, it's kind of like the painter's house that always needs painted, though. That's what my wife used to get so mad because I was a mechanic for all those years, and we'd have to live with a a burned out taillight or something stupid. You know, I just didn't have time when I got home for that kind of stuff. You had time, you just didn't want to do it. No, I had better stuff to do. That's what happened. <laughs> and then I'd get pulled over in her car for a bad taillight or something. And it's like, yeah, I guess I probably should have been on top of that one. Well, but, I was, uh, I got back from hunting last week. I think it was, and my collars were dirty. And so I was like, ah, oh. so I actually took the time to clean them. Is that code for skunk smelling or like no. just dirty? I mean, I'm not like <laughs> I said that like I'm better than getting skunk smell. Like I don't want that to come across like no, I don't get no skunk. <laughs> Let me try that again. Barely. <laughs> Luckily it's no. It wasn't it wasn't that. It was just dirt. But uh I I've been using those collars. Um I probably shouldn't even say it cuz we don't sell those collars anymore. The the pro collars. So oh, I guess the closest thing would be the, the beta, I think is what their closest ones are. Yeah, our betas are pretty much a direct replacement now yeah. for those so, pros. So pretend I got the beta ones on. The, okay. Um, anyways, those collars take the dirt, and they get dirty pretty easy. Like, the dirt kind of sticks to them a little bit more than than our sun glow collars. Because they're a rougher texture than, like, the sun glow, that slick. Yeah, it just doesn't have that, that, that polyurethane coating mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and I used to run those, and, and so those just seem not to get as dirty. Where these ones kind of soak the dirt in a little bit more, it seems like. And so, anyways, it was it was season, and some of my do- my my collars were looking dull, and so I'm like, oh, I should clean those. And so I took them out, soaked the strap down. I'm like, damn, this orange is like orange. It's not like a burnt orange anymore. It's like this is right. this is a nice collar. <laughs> like, dang, and and they hold up better than. Than the sun glow collars, the sun glow. They don't get... delaminate like the sun glows. You yeah. Know, after like a year, you know, whatever, depending on conditions, it seems yeah. like I get a year out of sun glows. So, anyways, I thought, man, it'd be a really good podcast to just talk a little bit about your equipment. And and as I was cleaning these collars, I thought, yeah, man, this is a really good time to uh, take a good look at the collars, inspect them, and look for things and pretend that I care about my stuff. I'm like, and and for a second I thought, damn, I should do, I should like post this on, that was Instagram or something. Like this would be a good post for me to be on Instagram or on, uh, uh, you know, something like that. And then I got lazy and I didn't do it. I took a picture of me in the sink and I'm like, yeah, that picture looks like shit. You know what I mean? Like it it just doesn't, I'm like, that's a stupid picture of a collar in a sink. You know what I mean? Like the ideas there, though. I mean, because there is, I mean, there's definitely things that you should look for on these collars, you know. And before we dive into that, I'll point out that we're just like everybody else, according to Buddy's story. Because notice you said it was the start of season, and I was looking. 
So first piece of advice is start looking at your stuff before season starts and we have time to get you fixed up if there's something wrong. Do as I say, not as I do. Exactly. So, <laughs> But what, so, what are the things that you look for? So, I mean, first thing. I'm glad you asked, Jason. That's <laughs> what you pay me for, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so I took the straps off of my TT15 collars and I cleaned them. So number one, that made them brighter and all that for, for visibility for dogs. So the safety aspect of it, you know, or whatever, you know, it looks nicer. Then I, I cleaned the actual black parts of the, the TT15 collar, not the strap, but the, the black parts. And the most important part is if I'm explaining it, the big box that sits underneath the dog's neck is what we call the battery box. And, and there's a board in there. That's the brains. And then it has like this flat black strap that goes up to a little puck, a little square puck. Right, that sits the rubber on top strap. Of the rubber strap or whatever. That's the GPS part. Now, there's a wire, a coax, really small, thin coax wire that runs between that chip and the box on the bottom. So the two boxes, if you're looking at a collar, there's a flat strap and and there's actually some holes. And on the newest collars, there's a little bit of a ribbed, a little raised part that runs through there. That's where that wire runs through there. And so I check that black piece really good. And I kind of bend. I don't pull too hard, but I try and pull it apart. And I'm looking for any dry rot or... Um, separation tears bites cuts tears that that could damage that wire because that's the most important part between the two boxes is is that's the common that's the most common damage is 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 that wire gets damaged whether it's bitten or happens from from dry rod or whatever and so i clean that really good i clean those corners where where the flat strap goes into the battery box i clean that if you can take a like toothbrush, a toothbrush or or? yeah, take a toothbrush, just, just scrub it. If you can use a little bit of soap and water without the, the colored strap, you know, the part that straps it to the dog's neck, take that off completely off right. and just clean the black pieces and, and get the corners. Because what happens is, is grime and tear. I said tear, but I mean, hair, hair, grime, mud, all get in those little cracks. And that's what causes, um, eroding whatever you know the the uh, i don't know if it's chemical deal or whatever but just moisture is creates havoc on these things yeah i've always thought it was like you got dog sweat you got dog hair you got dirt you got whatever they rolled in like it's just building that like yeasty smell you know sometimes you get that yeasty smell on your collars it's like all that bacteria I've just always wondered if that's what was eating away and starting to cause the issues there. Like it I don't know for sure, but I just know that once in a while, cleaning that area out and getting it cleaned and dried is good. Like you don't have to, but at some point you're going to call us complaining about a caller failing. And these are just things that can help you. You know what I mean? Like I luckily, I have a bunch of collars. So when my collar fails in the morning, I just walk in the shop, I grab a new collar and I walk my ass to my dog. Walk back out. Everybody else doesn't have that. You know what I mean? Like that in their backyard very easily. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm kind of, um, spoiled in that, in that factor. But, um, I've just, you know, as as this reason, I was like, man, I should really do this. And so 
That's the first thing I'm doing. I'm cleaning it. The second thing I'm doing is I'm looking for missed screws. The second common problem on a TT15 collar, T5 collar, is screws that back out. They yep. use a machine screw, and those have been known to back out over time. And what happens when that screw gets all the way out is water can go down the screen, the screw hole, and, and just get a little bit of water in there. So, so that's the second most common failure we see out of a TT15 color. Sure. The first one is the wire broken, either by dry rot, bitten by a coyote, by a stick. You know, there's, there's a, a numerous reasons to break the wire. The second is a screw backs out and water gets in the device. And then the third one is, is when you take it apart and replace it with a battery, but you don't get the seal right. You know, and that's, yep. that's user, user problems. Or um, I'll add one that I've seen, at least on my personal ones, you know, if the power button, I always look at the power oh. button too, because if there's any kind of a nick there, or, I mean, at one point I was keeping collars down in my kennel. I had a mouse chew one, you know, just took a little bit off that power button, but that will allow water into that collar as well. You know, my favorite is when the power button gets hard to push. And so you use something like a sharp pencil. Oh, yeah. And not a good idea. No. No, you want to keep that water tight. A bullet. Oh, we used to use bullet. 22 use shells. It. Yeah. You got to use something round if you're going to shove, shove the power eraser. button in. Um, don't use the sharp end if you're like, don't use anything. <laughs> the, the, the correct answer is, is hopefully you just use your finger and it pushes in. But now... Some of the older collars, uh, you know, mostly TT10s and stuff, man, those buttons got really hard to push. And so, you know, cleaning around the button, yep. taking a toothpick or something, that rubber button that turned it on has a, I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of like, like a, a, a lip around, yeah. like an indented dish around the outside. Exactly. That can pack in mud and crud so taking a toothpick and gently going around that button you'll feel it slide in and and sometimes you can get gunk out around the button it makes the button easier to press so that's another um thing that you can you can check if your button gets hard to press just take the rubber piece and and on the outside there's a little groove there that can get a bunch of, of dirt and grime and stuff in there so be so very careful things. emphasis on the don't poke a hole in it yeah, yeah. And then uh, <clears throat> those are things that are really easy to do. At that point, you know, like I seen I was missing a shocking prong, you know, or a, a prong for one of the dogs. And so I, I had a spare one of those. So I put it in there and I'm like, oh, that's why that dog wasn't paying attention to me the other day or, or whatever. So sometimes these things you just don't notice. You just use them so much. It's just good to just stop and inspect them. You know what I mean? Like most of the time when I get done, collars are off. I'm tired. Dogs are tired. I'm just in my routine. I throw them on the charger. And uh, and honestly, what, what started the problem was I had a collar that I put on. The, the I got the camp, and my collar was dead. And it blinked at me. And I was like, what in the hell? I thought the collar was failing on me. But it just gotten so dirty that it wasn't making good connection to charge. And so um, that's what kind of made me think, oh, maybe I should, you know, start cleaning the one collar and then... Sooner or later, I'm cleaning six collars. Well, Jeez. if you're going to do one, I didn't want might to. Might as well do them all. I almost just did the one. <laughs> I was like, yeah, the other, I'll wait till the other ones fail before I go mess with those. Like, like, 
Not recommended. <laughs> no. I had a... Speaking of maintenance, I always talk about truck maintenance. I was horrible with truck maintenance, too. We should, we should talk about it another day. All right. <laughs> handheld. Um, there's not a ton you can do on the handheld. Around the screen, making sure you don't have dirt and grime, especially on the Alpha 100. Yep. Getting uh, pine needles, dirt shoved underneath the screen will start making the screen act weird. Pocket lint. Yeah. Anything that can force a contact between the housing of the unit and the screen. Yep. So how do you clean yours? I have a special trick that I tell the customers that talk to me. I want to hear, how do you clean those? For the screen on the Alpha 100? Yeah, like clean that that gap out of the I just throw in the trash and go in the back and buy a new one. Well, we're not all buddy wood, Derek. <laughs> just, just kidding. <laughs> um, no, I I don't normally mess with it too much. Like I, I don't have that happen a lot. I guess if I go through there, I just take a um my finger and I, I'll normally see a pine pine needle or something. Pine needles I, are the worst. Yeah. I'll see it stuck underneath the edge of the screen and so I just gently pull it out and grab it. Um mostly if I'm just seeing weird things happen like that. Like it's not sensing pressure. Like that's kind of the telltale sign is when you make a selection and the screen isn't sensing that kind of pressure, it means it's sensing it somewhere else sometimes. And for me, like the ones that you can't see, some of those alphas, they're really tight tolerances. You know, there's some that you've got a bigger gap between the housing and the screen and some of them are really tight. So I've had them that you couldn't even fold a piece of paper in half and slide in there. But... I've always used like a gas receipt or a grocery store receipt, that really thin paper. I fold that in half so that you've got one end that's got, you know, two loose pieces. And then you've got the end that has the fold and I'll work the folded edge in and use it like a little scoop. And it just kind of collects all the dirt and the lint and all the little stuff in there. And then you can just pull it out and you'd be amazed at how much crap you can find stuck up under there. Yeah. So that's a little trick I got. Sweet. You bring something to the table, Jason. I have to if I want to work tomorrow. <laughs> the other big item on a handheld is the antenna and the that so nut. When you yeah, the, so when you take the antenna off and you look at the connector that the antenna goes on, there's a nut. We call it SMA nut or whatever, but it's a nut that uh gets loose. Especially if you take an antenna off and, and put an antenna on, and especially if you're using uh, truck antennas, because Garmin's antenna has a little rubber piece that kind of bottoms out before it hits the nut. If you're using most of the aftermarket antennas, that that brass goes right to the nut, and so it, whenever you unloosen it, it wants to bite into that it's brass nut. Force. And so it kind of tries to back that brass nut off and gets it loose. And once it gets loose, it backs off, and then everything starts wiggling a little bit. Not a huge deal. Um, but tightening that nut is, is the best thing that you can do to keep things, um, for longevity and, 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 and making sure that doesn't wiggle or anything like that. So, so that SMA nut, just grabbing it and seeing if you can wiggle the connector there. I mean, that's a, a big one that I try to do almost every time I do it. Now it's a 200 to three or, a, a, uh, a 300 a 200 300. careful a don't give away the april fools video. april <laughs> fools <laughs> no, i no, had no. a guy from garmin i'm not kidding you this has been a couple of weeks ago now i had to call uh dealer support for 
you know, a, a weird part that normally isn't offered. And he says, Hey, by the way, are you guys going to do an alpha 300 video? <laughs> because we laughed on that one for years. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've I've already burned the room down. They're gonna look at me like, cut it out, buddy. Cut it, buddy's psychic cut it is what they're gonna figure out. out. <laughs> and that's it's a ten millimeter nut, isn't it? I want to say that sticks in my head because as a mechanic, I've probably bought thousands of ten millimeter sockets because they're the one we, that you lose. <laughs> I don't know. We have a uh, an SMA nut. Or wrench that we call it. It's a little plastic oh, quick piece wrench. you can bite. Quick wrench. It's like two bucks. Pick up one, a couple of those. That's yeah. I don't know what the size is. You can try and get a wrench in there if you want, but that little that little plastic thing. It, it it's got a hex in the center of it, and it's just perfect. It's like a rubber it. sleeve that goes Look, on the yeah. rooftop antennas or your edge mounts. They slide online so you can take them on and off easy. We call it a SMA nut wrench or SMA wrench or something like that on our website. And if you got any questions, just call us and ask for it. But but you should be able to find that. And it's two bucks. Like I said, you you can buy yep. a couple of them, whatever, have them in your truck. Those are super helpful just to to reach down and 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 do that. So, um, I think there was one other topic before you distracted me that I wanted to cover. But Sorry. I'll I'll let you. Now I got to fill the airtime. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm like reeling, but we covered handhelds. Covered the antennas, um, and then we, we got the collars, and those are two basic things. Oh, I know what I was going to say. If you're if you're looking, and I don't know when this comes out because it might be too late. If you're looking for collars, I suspect there's going to be serious issues with call, getting collars, repairs, and new collars. And so I'm, I'm I don't really want to say anything. And and I'm just want to be careful, but we're starting to see our orders get put into a back order situation from Garmin, and I think this is going to be a, a nationwide deal. So if you have problems, I'm just encouraging you to try to fix them earlier than later. Don't call us in November and expect. I just expect problems, whether it's through Garmin, whether it's through us. I see issues getting stuff fixed. So if you don't have a spare. Get a spare call. Now would be, and I'm, I feel bad because I'm like, I don't want you to buy it a sounds spare. Sounds like a sales guy. <laughs> you need to get a spare. Like, I don't, well, I can tell you what, nowadays. I got a spare in my setup. I actually got two. And, and yeah. one was in my trailer and one's in my, my charging station because I don't know that I will be able to get a replacement for mine. I think it's going to be a really rough time for us. In November and December, I think we'll get out of it. And so, right. even if you bought one and then you know sold it later or whatever, I'm I'm not telling a guy what to do or not do. I'm just saying that if if it's really important for you this year, and you don't have a spare collar, this might be the year to get a spare collar. Don't wait for Black Friday. There will not be any Black Friday sales on collars. Like I, I I'm. We, we normally don't tell people what and what isn't going to happen, what is going to happen. But I can assure you, I'm looking at I, the collars I bought, I couldn't afford. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> anybody's got some extra money laying around, they can loan me out. Like, now's the time I'd be like, yeah, I'll take that loan. Anyways, I've bought as much as I can not afford, and I don't think we'll last. I don't think I'm, I'm like thinking, 
I won't have a collar to ship out on Black Friday. That's that's what I'm thinking is probably going to happen. Um, as I understand, oh, yeah. you can't go to Garmin and buy a collar right now. So they're asking, do we have them in stock? Because they're going to start sending us people, which half of me is like, don't send me any new customers. <laughs> I want to just take care of my old customers. <laughs> we want to take care of ours. But I, I, there's just no way for us to do that without like being, you know, so I don't know how long a collar is going to last. I bought a shit ton of them, but I do expect we'll run out and we'll have back orders later this year. Maybe yes. something changes. I don't, I'm not saying, you know, my, I hate even saying it because I'm just like, man, hold my breath and maybe something, you know, something changes. Sure. But, but anyways, don't wait till Christmas if you need a, a collar. And uh, if you need a spare collar or you don't have a spare collar, now's the time to carry a spare collar with you because. We may not be able to, you may not get that collar fixed in a week or two weeks or three weeks. I mean, I, I don't know, but you could, if somebody broke a collar, I could really see them in a really bad situation where they can't, we can't, I'd, I'd love to fix it. I don't have a collar to send you. So, so anyway. Well, that's the hard part with this being recorded. You know, we don't know exactly when it's going to come out, but the facts are it's Rona season. And the supply chains, I mean, that have affected everybody across the nation. All screwed up. It it is screwy. Yeah. Yeah. Then we may have to release this a little bit sooner than later. Just so we get, you know, I wanted to get their information out. And number two, if if this podcast comes out in November and we don't have any callers, I'm like, cancel this podcast. (laughs) We're not good. We're not going to (laughs) talk. Just add salt to the injury. Like, oh, yeah. Sons of bitches ran a podcast. <laughs> they knew. They waited until they're out, and then they ran the podcast. That's a dirty trick. Oh. The good news is we've got enough to choke a horse right now. <laughs> so we've got at least more than four or five. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we got, we got a pile. I don't know how long they're going to last, and and I'm not saying that because I'm trying to, like, don't buy Those one. I don't tactics. care. Like honestly, like if you don't, if you don't need one, don't buy one because somebody will need one. And and they will, you know, probably not be able to get it. So I, I don't really care. I'm not worried about it. I am going to sell every single one that I have bought. Like right. I am 100 percent confident we will run out of um, collars. Well, I'm 98 percent. We probably will run 90, out of collars. I shouldn't say 100. percent It was like a, a dog barking. There's like a 99 and some change chance. Yeah. So if you need something, if you need a repair, if you need that. Don't wait till the last minute. Get us done early, and if you can, you can afford a, a spare. Now's a good year to buy a spare. If nothing else, you probably can sell that damn thing. Um, maybe not for more money, but you, right. you'll be able to offload it. You know, in a month or two, if you if you if you can't afford it. So, well, and it's just more. I mean, that's one more reason. Like you said, put this out there. The information on what to look for. Maintenance can go a long ways. Yeah. You know, make sure that you're checking your gear early so you're not caught in a pinch. You know, and exactly. it's just a good thing. I don't do this every time I'm I go not, hunting. I don't Jason, that's a call. really God dang it. You I don't pay you enough, do I? Uh, I like the way we you can said have that, that conversation. That I'm makes, open to it. <laughs> that makes me feel really good. Like I'm like, dang, I wasn't thinking like that. You're like, but but yeah, why don't you just maintain your shit you got now so that you don't come to us in two months and we can't help you in two months. That's I was a mechanic, buddy. It was preventative maintenance. You know, 90,000 miles, your timing belt's not broke, but you should really think about 
taking care of that now before we have a big <laughs> grenade go off. That's, See, Jack all trades. Man, I'm telling you what, PR, whoever it is, they, <laughs> you should ask for a raise. You're not gonna, have, you're not gonna get the raise. I'm just saying, I'll you get should on ask the phone for with one. them later. Yeah, you should, you should. I'm not gonna give you a raise. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm the guy. You ask. But you definitely deserve one. You know what I mean? Oh, well, thank you. That goes a long way. <laughs> oh. So clean your stuff. I mean, in the end, that's what it is. Just clean your stuff. Take care of it. B- Check it. Buy a backup. <laughs> Check it. Make sure you handle your stuff early. Don't wait till um like I think the beginning of next year we'll start seeing some some product flow. The orders I'm putting in now, you know, are are a couple months out from getting a ship commitment. And I don't have a date. I don't know. I don't trust them. I've got orders that we put in in July that we kind of spaced out all our orders and be like, hey, we want you know, so many callers every other week, and we we you know we sure. really try to schedule our orders out. We you planned know, ahead, million of dollars in in orders scheduled out over the time, and that's still not keeping up. I I can just tell you that I'm like looking at it going, Whew, we haven't we haven't knock on wood, we've made it, but I just see this train going, man, we're not going to keep up, and I don't know when it's gonna, I don't know when the bottom's gonna fall out, but it's gonna fall out. sure it's going to fall out. We'll make it out the other side, but it's going to be like, eh, that was close. So, so yeah, if you can do things to, to really protect yourself, um, you know, do it, check your collars, make sure everything's good. Make sure there's no missing screws. Don't, don't be stuck with a collar that you don't have right now because you didn't check your screw. A a stupid screw missing right now will cost you a big deal, a, a big deal. In a couple months, and so I, I just—that's the best way of describing it. I'll take Jason's. Check that. I tell people. Now. I tell people that all the time, especially, and I may be completely off on this, but this is what I've noticed: when I go from summer running to winter, and then winter to hot weather, it seems like you know it's plastic. It expands. It contracts. Stuff happens. If I have a loose screw, I notice it more when we've had that big weather change or if I go hunt in the snow and everything starts contracting, I may be way off, but the personal observation, that's when I've noticed it. So I always check the beginning of season and I always check it end of season. Okay. Good. I just like the way you said you had a loose, I, I like the way you said you had a loose screw. Yeah. Well, more than one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <man. laughs> Ask my wife. <laughs>